Welcome okay, everyone. Sir. It's the third day. The third day. And what will happen in the third day? It will raise us up. It will raise us up. There's a raising up for many people that will be watching us across nations of the earth in the name of Jesus. We want to especially welcome our speaker, Sister Stella, and we trust God that the Lord will use him for us tonight in the name of Jesus. Over to you, Sister Stella. God bless you. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm not so bright, but I think I can manage like this. Praise God. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you once more for tonight. We thank you for this opportunity to learn at your feet. And God, we are praying that by yourself, you will teach us today. And God, you give us the grace, not just to be hearers, but to be doers of your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. People will see us and know of the truth that will fellowship with you in the name of Jesus. But I take charge and let Amen. your name be glorified tonight Amen. in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Praise God. So we're welcome once again, and we are looking at the topic, the triumphant Christian life. So from the word triumphant, it actually means to be victorious. That is God's desire for us. The Bible said in 3 John 2, that he wishes us above all things that will prosper and be in earth, even as our soul prosperous. So God wants us to be triumphant in all facets of our lives. Praise God. So today we're going to be discussing basically our temperament affects our behavior how it affects our lifestyle and everything about us and god wants to work on work on us god is in, like i said is interested in all facets of our life and by the spirit of god we can be better individuals if we're going to surrender out to god he can transform us to be the best of his children people will see us and say this is a child of god People will see us and glorify the name of God. That is that is that is God's um, strong desires for us, and I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. So my sh short introduction is: for Christians to live a triumphant life, we have to subject subject our temperament to God. We have to subject our will to God. You no know, people go about the saying that, um, this is who I am. Yes, we know temperament is genetical; it is passed on in the genes from our parents to us, but. It, though it cannot be changed, but it can be modified. If we will just give ourselves to God, that's a place of willingness. God does not force his, himself on us. He has given us the, 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 the power of choice. You might, you might be trying. I just want to break this habit. I want to stop behaving this way. People are complaining. Oh, I talk too much. I'm, I'm just so hostile. I'm not considerate. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so picky, you know? People, people see us and they complain about some of our weaknesses. But when we come to God, it's able to turn our weaknesses to strength that people will see us and say, yes, this person has been transformed by God. And as we fellowship with God, as we go to church, we fellowship with the brethren, we do our personal devotion. One of the, one of the ways people know that we're actually fellowshipping with, with God is in our character. We have to show for the glory of God. Praise God. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Behold, whoever is in Christ is a new creature. All things have passed away, and all things have become new. So when you come to God, there's a new birth. There's a transformation. Those genetic traits, those attributes that we, feel we, that, that, on, that we can't control those things because they are just part of what by the help of the Holy Spirit, we can, we, we can, we, our strengths can be, can be, can be turned into, uh, sorry, our weaknesses can be turned into strength. 
from the teaching yesterday, we're looking at how through the power of the Holy Spirit, we, we can speak gracefully. Our words can be gracious. So the Spirit of God can help us, not just in our words, but in our character. Because the Bible says we should be examples of believers, Second Timothy, somewhere Second Timothy, in words, in action, in deeds. People should see us and see the, 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 the glory of God. So God is interested to turn our lives around so that we can show forth his glory. He wants us to be triumphant. He wants us to be victorious in life. So for us, like I said earlier, for us to be triumphant, we have to subject ourselves to the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, by strength can no man prevail. A bit of cases of people trying to break one habit or the other. People just know them to be very quarrelsome. They've tried. Sometimes they don't know how they just flare up at every provocation. It is inherent. It is in its genetic. It just is your temperament. But like I said, it can be modified when we subject ourselves to, for, to, to the Holy Spirit, for the Spirit of God to work upon us. It can actually turn those weak, weaknesses into strength. People will not even see them again. People will see us and say, oh, this is, is, this a, is this a person I used to know? She's transformed. She's changed. And that is, that is the testimony, uh, testimony God wants, wants people to share about us. Not that people, because people are looking at us as, as Christians, so that we don't need to just go about with the Bible to evangelize. Our lives should also evangelize. People should see us and say, this is a child of God. And the Bible says, by their fruit, we shall know them. How can we produce good fruit, good character? Is by the help of the Spirit. By the help of the Spirit, if we can yield ourselves to God. Because the carnal man cannot do the things of God. The carnal man cannot be obedient to the, to the word of God. But when we walk in, the Bible says, walk in the spirit so you don't fulfill the desires of the flesh. When you yield yourself to the spirit of God, those weaknesses will go. You see yourself manifesting the, the, your, your strengths. You see yourself manifesting the glory of God. So there's a, there's, there's a place for us to subject ourselves to the spirit of God. Like I said earlier, it's a choice thing. We have to make up our mind. We have to come to God. And, and even at, at the point of repentance, we are surrendering our all to God. Apostle Paul was saying, it's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. So it talks about total surrender to God. We have to surrender our all to God and say, God, this is no longer me. It's not you. Take, take over my life. Transform me. The way I talk, my character, my, 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 my habits, my, my, everything about my lifestyle. My, if everything, God is interested. He wants to show forth his glory through our lives. And I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. So like I said, temperament is imbued, is inherent. They are passed on the genes from our parents to us. So basically we can't change them but they can be modified by the help of the Spirit of God. Oh, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew when he was leaving, he said he will not leave us comfortless. We're going to send us the Holy Spirit to be our teacher, to be, our, to be the one to strengthen us when we are weak, to be, be the one to help us to overcome our weakness. The Spirit of God is there. Like I said, we can't do it on our own. We can try. We, 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 we live a perfect today. The next day we are falling because we just been we are just trying to be mechanical. But when we surrender to the Spirit of God, we we'll see our, ourselves living out the God's kind of life without stress, without struggle. The Spirit of God is willing to help us if we would just surrender our all to Him. If we come to the place and say, "Jesus is no longer I that live, but You that live. Take over. Change me. Change me." Yes. We're going to see that for all the temperaments we have, they, they, they have their strengths and their weaknesses. So when you subject yourself to the spirit of God, 
you only manifest the strength of those temperaments. The weaknesses will actually be subdued or automatically not be visible anymore. Praise God. So I want to take us to the Bible now to show us that God made us in, in, in diverse ways. We, God, the, the Bible acknowledges that we humans have different temperaments. So you don't expect everybody to behave the same way. So one of the one of the um, aim of this teaching is to enable us be to give people the benefit of doubt. Let's not be too quick to judge people because, like I said, temperament is inbuilt. You just you, you just something you 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 don't have control. But like I said, except you yield yourself to the spirit of God to help you. So we are learning about temperament, living a triumphant Christian life, so that we can be able to help others. Like I said, for us to be able to give people the benefit of that, we don't just judge them, we don't just castigate them, we don't just show people off. Oh, she's just like that, always very inconsiderate, talking too much, very, 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 she just um, wanting everything to be done at at, at ace and the likes. No, we don't just um, um, castigate people. But we, 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 we know that is who, who they are made, but we can, we can go close to them, mentor them, teach them. Introduce God to them in the place of, of evangelism and tell them that, oh, this is your strength, this is your, this is your temperament, oh, it's wonderful, that there the strength part of it. The Spirit of God can help you and nurse it so that what you show forth are the strength of that temperament and not the, the weaknesses of it. And I pray God will help us. So like I said, I'm going to take you to the Bible and see some of these temperaments we're going to be talking about. I'm going to read quickly from the book of Proverbs chapter 30, verses 11 to 14. It says... There's a generation that curses his father and does not bless his mother. Oh, what temperament is that? That's the, that, those are the melancholic. You know, they are very, very saucy. You know, they are everywhere. You know, so it, it's, the Bible is even acknowledging it. So those people, that is, that is just their, their, weak, that's their weakness. They, they tend to be saucy. They tend to look down on people. They, they, they don't believe that. They believe they are the best. Nobody can do better than they, they are. That's their temperament. Then we, if you go to the book of, go to, to verse 12 of that um, scripture, it says, there's a generation that is pure in his own eyes. Yes, is not washed from the, his filthiness. Those are the phlegmatic or the pious ones. Uh, they, they feel they, this earlier than that attitude. Oh, they are the perfect. Nobody can be like them, you know? So these are the weaknesses of this um, temperament I'm trying to bring out from the Bible. Then if you go to verse 30, it says, there's a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted. Those are the sanguine. Oh, they, they are everywhere. They, they, they want to be known by, noticed by everybody. That's that just their temper. They are friendly. That is it. They want people to, to know them like that. Then we have verse 14 says, there's a generation whose teeth are like sauce and whose fang are like knives to devour the poor from off the earth. And you know, those are the choleric. Those are the strong ones, the hostile ones. They don't, they don't want to take any nonsense from anybody. So the Bible, from the Bible, we can see we have diversity of temperaments. And like I said, people are born with this temperament. But like, so we, we, are, we are coming, this teaching is trying to tell us that we can be triumphant in all things. God wants us to be triumphant in all aspects of our lives. Even, even in this area of temperament, we can live, live out the best part of it and show for the glory of God. Then if I take you back to, I will take you now to Revelation chapter three, sorry, Revelation chapter four, verse seven. It says, the first living creature was like a lion. So when we are seeing the, the, 
the, the choleric guys now, the ones that are very hostile, they can be lined, they can be strong. They can actually um, be, be forceful to make sure that any um, any tax that is given, they, they actualize it. That is what the, 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 the strength of the choleric, the alliance, they're very bold. They can achieve whatever their art is set to achieve. Those are the strength. And with, if, if we allow the spirit of God to take over our lives, these, these are the strength we manifest. A choleric can be a, an, an ardent a preacher. He can go to the, to the toughest of places to take the gospel because he's strengthened by the Holy Ghost. So with the temperament being announced by the spirit of God, you see the choleric, you know, you know, moving. You can see Apostle Paul. He, he, was so, he was so passionate. Look at him before he was converted. He was, he was an ardent persecutor. That is his nature. He was just, he, didn't, he, he hated the Christians and he was ready to get them off his way. Those are all the colleagues that they are very determined, very hostile. Whatever their art is said to do, they want to do it. But when God transformed, you can see Apostle Paul became one of the what? The greatest apostles. He was ready to go all the way for Christ. So the extent he said that for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Those are the colleagues that are so determined. Art, when the art is said to do something, they do it no matter what comes their way. Praise God. Now, if you look at the, we're still on Revelations 4 7, it says, We have the calf. The calf are the phlegmatic, yes. They can be very, um, they can be less motivational, but when they, they allow the spirit of God to, to walk on them, they are like last calf, very graceful. Their presence, you know, brings peace to, to troubled um, and situation. That is what the spirit of God can do. If you also look at that verse, we have um, the flying ego. The flying ego are the melancholy. Yes, they could be very sad, um, less motivated, but when the spirit of God comes and take over their lives, they can they, they fly like as eagle. You see them soaring in all they said they're asked to do. And we have the fourth one. It says, um, the one like the the okay, the fourth creature was like a flying eagle. And we have the third one, like the face of man of man. So we can see from the Bible that um, those temperaments are there. We have the, the weaknesses, like we read from the book of Proverbs 13, 11 to 14. And when you come to Revelation chapter 4, verse 7, you can see the, the strength. Of this temperament. Like I said, what God wants us to show forth are the strength and not the weakness. By the help of the Spirit of God, those weaknesses can be subdued and the strength will be a nest for the benefit of his kingdom and people around us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, like I said, we are born with temperament is inbuilt. So let's give people the benefit of that. Don't don't judge them. Don't, don't try to make other people to be like you. It's not possible. You, you just get them frustrated. You, you get them want to, you get them into depression. You get them want to commit suicide. Rather, you can love them and, and, and let them know that, oh, with the spirit of God, you can be better. Your weaknesses can be subdued and your strengths can be a nest. That is what we are called to do as Christian, triumphant living. We are triumphant for ourselves, we are triumphant for others. Our lives impact others. That is what being triumphant is. We are victorious. It is evident for us to see because we are impacting others by our lives. We are living now the, 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 the life, the fruits of the spirit. We are living now the life of God. And we are also helping others to do the same. That is being triumphant. That is being victorious. And that is God's desire for us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So like I said earlier, primarily we have emotional enemies. Man is an emotional being. 
Myself talking to you, yes, I, I I was talking to my colleague at school this morning. I was trying to tell him, myself, we've been working for like two years now. Who, who, what temperament could you say I am? Oh, she said, ah, Stella, you are more like a sanguine, you know, you talk a lot. Yes, I, I can talk a lot. Even when I'm teaching, I just want to say it over and over again for the students to, to understand what I'm saying. Okay. And sometimes I, I told him, okay, I have a little, some percentage of the choleric nature. I, I like things being done um, as, you no know, being done fast. I don't, I'm not, I don't like when I'm with people that are slow. Sometimes I go to buy something, I feel like taking over the, the sales from the person uh, um, in, in the shop because I feel the person is slow. I, I just want to do so, I, I'm that. And at the same time, I just want to, I, I, I love peace. I just want everybody around me to, to, to feel loved, to feel okay. I could go, go out of my way to make sure that the next person is, is, is better. So we all have our different temper. We could, we could be emotional. I could, I could laugh a lot, but, <laughs> Little thing can also make me cry, but I thank God by the grace of God, I'm getting better by the day. It's only the spirit of God that can help us. It's only the spirit of God that can transform us to be the best of who he wants us to be. So like I said, we have our emotional enemies and if we leave them unchecked, they can limit our lives. We cannot overrule the fact that man is an emotional being. We are social being, yes. Yes, so we should we should know that if we, if we take uh, if we, if we sit and look at us, our lives, evaluate our lives, we know we have our strength, we have our weakness. We know the, the emotional enemies within us. So we, we cannot just, like I said, we cannot let those emotions limit our lives. That is why we need to surrender to the spirit of God to help us to live to our fullest potential. I'm going to be analyzing two Bible characters now. This, these two persons actually allowed their emotional enemies to limit their lives. And the, the, the story, the, 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 end, the latter part of their story wasn't so good. The first person I'm going to see was Samson. All of us, know, we all know that we're conversant with the story of Samson in the Bible. Was a great man. Was anointed. We saw so many things he, he did, defeating the enemies, winning battles. But there was this emotional part he could he didn't control. I get he has he has he said he was attracted to women, you know, or women were attracted to him. So he's he's loved by everybody. But he didn't set boundaries. Even when the parents were, were giving him warning, you are not supposed to mingle with these people. They are not from the they're not um, children of God but he gave a deaf ear to the warnings of the parents. He got close to Delilah and we saw how emotion um, got him to let out the secret of his power and that brought him down. Ah, the mighty, ah, the mighty falling. We saw mighty Samson dying like a common man. His eyes were plucked off, so pathetic. Why? Because he did not allow the spirit of God to subdue his emotion or to maybe completely eradicate it. He, he, he thought he could do it himself. He, he said, I, I was listening to Dajio some, they said something was someone that was never grateful for all the battles he, he won. There was no time in the Bible that something was saying thank you. He was so full of himself. The clerics are like that. So he, he, he never acknowledged the fact that he could ever fall. He, he felt, okay, ah, um, this power, this anointing God, God gave to me is there and there forever. And that's, some, that's the mistake some Christians are making. There's this um, popular uh, mantra that says, once saved, forever saved. No. The, after salvation, 
there's a need to work out your salvation with fear and trembling by staying with God in the place of fellowship and prayer. So it's, it's not that after you just do the confession of faith, all will just be rosy. You just, nothing happens. Before you know it, you see yourself in heaven. No, you have to work it out. So Samson was so full of himself, was so complacent. He thought that, oh, nothing could happen. Or bias, uh, God will always back me up. When he neglected the place of fellowship with God, he, he did not yield to the warnings from the parents. He was just living a carefree life. And that was how Samson was brought to, to he was turned to a piece of bread. We saw the way it ended so badly, so badly, because he did not allow the spirit of God to, to, to deal with his emotion. He did, not, he did not give himself to God so, so that his, 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 his emotion can be transformed and, and subdued. Praise God. Another person I'm going to look at again is Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples of Jesus. This is someone in the Bible who left his emotion unchecked and also ended badly. He, you know, he, he, he made a, a, great, a great decision to leave his, his vocation, whatever he was doing, to follow Jesus. He left everything to follow Jesus. But somewhere along the, the line, he fell because he did not completely surrender to God. And that, that's the place most Christians are, are missing it. As I'm talking to everyone, wherever, wherever you're listening to me from, I'm also talking to myself. We can't, just, we can't, we can't do this on our own. We need the, the spirit of God. Jesus knew when he was saying, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. We need the spirit of God. We need to fellowship with, with him. We need to draw strength from God in the place of fellowship. We can't just do it on our own. And we cannot just have this rigid mindset at, at, by saying, even some Christians today, they, they are Christians that are in church and they, 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 they just simply believe that this is my temperament, this is who I am. Yes, and nothing can change it. No, 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 that is, that is not right. The, the, the word of God transforms. The Bible says in, in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, as we build ourselves in the word, we are transformed to become like him from glory to glory. So you cannot tell me that you are a Christian. You, you just have to, you, you're still exhibiting those weaknesses of your temperament. Oh, the choleric type, you are just the old style. Nobody crosses your paths. If they cross your path, you're going to react. You're going to give them, but people will tell you that, let us drop this Christian thing. Oh. Uh, after, after I've given you a piece of my mind, then we, we can talk about the Bible. No, no. We should show for the glory of God in everything we do. As a, as a true child of God, we should be transformed in our character, in our temperament. That is the essence of, of living a triumphant life. It, 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 should, it, should, it, should, it costs across every facet of our lives. People should see us and see a transformed being by the spirit of God. People should see us and see a changed being by the spirit of God. The things we used to do before, we don't do them anymore. If we had the abusive type before, now that we're in Christ, by the help of the spirit of God, we don't, we, we don't just talk anyhow. We talk as we are led by the spirit of God. We, we, we keep our cool by the help of the Holy Spirit. Yes, you, someone could be annoying you, you are boiling, but you keep your cool. I was talking to my students in the course of the week. One came later and was like, um, I, I, she was complaining to, to, she was talking to a classmate. I was like, what's happening? 
um, she sounded like she had a quarrel with her mom that her mom was just um, her mom was not reasonable she, so she had to talk back to the mom uh, i said i don't do that no 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 that's not the best way that's not the best way. i know your, your mom actually must have um got you angry or something but you answering back is disrespectful and the other classmate was saying, Mr. La, don't say that. Eh, sometimes these parents are not reasonable. When they talk to you, you have to give that saying, no, 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 I'm, I don't, I, no, that is not right. You let your mom air a view. Then when you, when you see that she's calm, you go to her and say, mommy, this, this, you are not reasoning with me. You, this is what is, it is. This is what she will reason with you. And you. If you think she's not listening, look for someone she listens to. You, are, you should know somebody, talk to the person. The person will talk to her and she will reason with you. Not talk, talking back to her is not the best. She's not your mate. And I was asking that if you if you get to become a mother and a child is doing such to you, how will you feel? She kept quiet. So and these things are happening every day because we feel um, some of us separate God from our emotional life. Uh, some, of, some people still, some Christians still feel that, oh, my Christianity is just to go to church. Uh, I go, I come back. And no, it doesn't, it does not, it, it, does, it does not have anything to do with my emotion, with any with my my whole being. Some people are giving that some their parts, some some parts of their life to God and they are living some. We have to surrender out to God, be open to the spirit of God to change us. He wants us, he wants to transform us 360 degree, all facets of our lives. Can we God wants us to show forth his glory? He wants us to be examples in word, in deed, in character, in conduct. God wants us to show for the glory that people will see us and see the glory of God. That is God's desire for us. He wants us to be triumphant in our Christian living. And I'll keep saying it again. We can't do this on our own, except we yield to the spirit of God. Back to Judas Iscariot. He allowed his emotion to, to overrule him. He could not deal with it. He left his emotion unchecked. And we saw how he landed. He had a tendency you know, of greed, of some people, they are not straightforward. You see them here today, those kind of meandering lifestyle. You know, he had those tendencies. He did not allow the spirit of God to deal with it. He was following Jesus, but he was still going behind to, 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 to meddle with the, 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 the Pharisees and the other people. So when they offer him some money to betray Jesus, because he was not completely surrendered to God, he had not, he did not allow the spirit of God to deal with his, emo, with his emotion. He gave him, he took the the, the, the money he betrayed Jesus. It was after he had he had done the the, the committed the acts. He, he, he became sober. It was so painful. He, he didn't he, at that point he could not still ask for mercy and go to God. He decided to commit suicide. And so many persons have ended like that today. So I pray um, my prayer today that we will not allow our emotions cause us to end badly. God is going to help us that by, his, by the help of the Spirit of God will be the best he wants us to be in the name of Jesus. Our emotions will not rule us. It's not make us end badly in the name of Jesus. We have to surrender to God. We have to surrender to Jesus. The Bible said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. The arms of Jesus are wide. is, is always wide open. He's calling us. My son, my daughter, come to me. I can help you. You can be better. Those weaknesses, those emotions can be controlled by my spirit. Just come to me. He's calling. He's calling if we will just open our eyes to him. Some of us are so rigid. We, 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 have, we have just, we have closed our hearts to, 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 even to the teachings of the Bible. We just go to church to fulfill our righteousness. No, no, no. 
the, the, the gospel is, 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 trans, is transforming. The, the word of God transforms. Let's open our heart to the word of God to transform us so that we can be triumphant in this Christian living. You cannot be a Christian and people see, see make some um, sarcastic comments about you. Oh, see, she goes to church, but she's very loud. She's very lousy. She, she, she doesn't mind her business. She's so mean. You know, no. God, the Spirit of God wants to transform us. That people will see us and say, oh, she's graceful. She came here and she just spoke to me and and and, and that trouble, that, that, that restlessness in my, in my spirit has gone and I feel relieved. I pray we'll give ourselves to God in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. So like I said earlier, temperament is in, inherent, it is passed on by the genes. It cannot be changed, but can be modified. That's why I said, let's not be pushy. When we are relating with people, our children, our spouses, let, let's not just um, impose ourselves on them. You must do it like this. No, 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 no. They are different from us. But we can love them into seeing the bright side, into, into harnessing the strength of their temperament. We can pray for them so that the Spirit of God will help them to harness the strength of their temperament. We can teach them, show them from the Word of God that the Spirit of God can make them the best of, of their personality. Not just, not just loading ourselves over them, not just um, pushing people. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. So like I said, temperament cannot be changed, but by but what can be modified. I'm going to read a portion of the Bible now from Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. Praise God. Romans 7. Let me just quickly get there. Romans 7. Okay. 24 to 25. It says, this is Apostle Paul of talking. It says, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of death? I thank God through Christ Jesus our Lord. For then, with the, with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. So Paul, we, was, Paul realized that we can't do this on our own. Yes, yeah, sometimes um, our emotions can be overwhelming. We just see ourselves um, doing some things we don't want to do because we have not surrendered to the will of God. We have to, the Bible says, for, for a, until a seed falls to the ground and dies, that buys alone. So until we, 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 we give us, we, we just, we, 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 we die to the things of the world. We cannot live unto righteousness. So, what what Paul's saying? Some people are lamenting like that as, as we as we as we speak now. That tired of the way they are living. That that tired of the of the co comments people are making about them. Some people because of their temperament that they don't that children don't want to see them. Their spouses don't want them to come home. If they travel, old oh, everyone is happy because he's so so ah, shouts a lot. I used to remember when I was growing, my father was like that, always shouting. Uh, so sometimes when it travels, we are happy because like ah, there's peace now. It is it's happening today. Some parents are just so 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 they are very uh, how do I put it now? They're very uh, aggressive, very 
or temper, they, they scream. Oh, they want they, they're just they're perfectionists. They want everything to be done perfectly. So they are just they put everybody on their toes. So people people are fidgeting when when they are close to them. Um, because and you see these people, they they want to change, but, but like I said, they can't because these things are inherent until they give themselves to the spirit of God. So people are, are like from what I read from the Bible, some people are lamenting like oh, Apostle Paul, they are tired of the way they are living. Their, their, their temperament is taking a hold of them, their weakness is taking a hold of them. Things are not just going right. You see some people in, in the places of work that they, people are resigning from their organization every day because they don't know how to manage the staff. They're just so mean. You see some homes, um, uh, some the, the major cause of divorce might be temperament issue. The, the man, man is, not, is not understanding, the woman is not understanding, they keep fighting. You know, so many things are happening. So we, we need the, the, we need God to come out of this uh, of pain. We, we need God to come out of this of this stressful state. Yes, Paul was just crying. Oh, I'm, what was happening to me? I'm tired. The things I don't want to do. He even said it in the Bible. The things I don't want to do. I see myself doing them. He was just lamenting. People are the people in this situation today. They are lamenting, but like I said, the lamentation cannot bring the solution. Going into depression cannot bring the solution. If you are you're, you're married and you think your, your, your spouse is understanding, quitting the marriage is not the solution. The solution is to acknowledge, yes, I have a weakness. It is temperamental, but there is help in God. And you go to God, is ever willing, his eyes are wide open to receive you. He's ever willing to help you. When you go to him, he will help you. The spirit of God is there to help us. It's just a gentle spirit. It wants to teach, it wants to guide us. It wants to strengthen us. If we just yield ourselves to him. We should come to the point where we cry out to God. We cry out to God, God, help me. I'm tired of, of, of the way I'm living. I don't want my, my temperament to get the old of me anymore. I want to live a spirit controlled life. You cry out to God, you cry out to God, and he will hear, he will hear you. He will fill you with the spirit of God. Because that is, that is the promise of God to us. He's going to send us the spirit of God. When you cry out to, to God for the spirit of God, he's going to baptize you with the spirit of God. We need the spirit of God because by strength can no man prevail. God is willing to fill us with the spirit. It says, it's written in the Bible, if you if you ask your father for bread, he won't give you stone. If you ask him for fish, he won't give you serpent. How much more when you ask God to give you the spirit of God? He's going to give it to you because he knows by strength we cannot go far. By strength, we cannot um, live up to our fullest potential. We need the spirit of God. We need the Holy Spirit. We cannot overemphasize this. We need the spirit of God to help us, to subdue those weaknesses and to help us harness our strength. Praise God. Praise God. I'm still going to share one or two examples from the Bible of people whose temperaments were modified by the spirit of God and they did great exploits for God. Temperaments cannot be changed, but they can be modified by the help of the spirit. Spirit of God. And when I say modification, the, the weaknesses of our temperament will not be seen. Rather, 
the strength will be visible for all and be useful to us and to people around us. For example, we have Peter. We have Peter. We have Apostle Peter in the Bible. Please, sorry. There's, there's power interruption here. I need to get a practice. I need to get my phone. I'm go on without the video, sir. Oh, okay, okay, sir. I just need a source of light. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm there now. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, like I was saying, Apostle Peter was someone who was weak. We saw him in the Bible. You know, he was one of the apostles called by Jesus. And after the death of Jesus, we saw, because his, his, his temper, because of his temperament, you know, these um, um, phlegmatic, phlegmatic people, they're less, they're not, they're not motivated. If someone don't motivate them, they don't want to do something. So when Jesus is the motivating factor, left the scene. Peter went back to fishing. Peter, Peter went back to fishing. All he had, he had learned, he just left them and went back to, to fishing. All Jesus committed into his hands to feed the flock. He, he, he forgot everything and went back to fishing. Because, you know, because of his temperament, he was it was this weak type, this... Um, when these phlegmatic people, they don't want trouble. If people don't push them, they don't want to do anything. So it was this weak, kind of um, person. He just, let me live my life. I let me go back to my fishing. I don't want any, any anybody to, anything to stress me. So yes, he, he, he did that because of his temperament. And at, at that time, Peter had not received the spirit of God. Like I said, our temperament can be modified by the Spirit of God. Peter, because of his, of his temperament, did all what he did. He didn't he did find courage to pull on when Jesus left. Because Jesus was the one motivating him. He was, you know, active around Jesus. That's how some people are because of their temperament. When you don't push them, they don't get to do anything. But when you give them a push, oh, you're going to see the best of them. So Peter was like that. We saw I was following Jesus judiciously. But when Jesus was out of the scene, Peter went back to fishing because no, no more motivation from, from Jesus. But, but the, what, what, so what happened when the Spirit of God came upon G, Peter? Peter became one of the greatest apostles. He became transformed, resolved, and very productive. We saw the miracles he did in the Bible by the help of the Spirit. He became bold. I imagine Peter that wasn't transformed by the Spirit of God wouldn't have told that um, um, blind man, sorry, the lame man, the beautiful gate to to stand up. Well, we saw what he did by the help of the Spirit. He did a lot of things for God when he was and when he was strengthened by the Spirit of God. So the Spirit of God can strengthen us. The Spirit of God can strengthen us and we'll do, we'll become productive for God. We'll, we'll start to do great exploits for God. Praise God. We saw King David that was always making mistakes from one mistake to another, you know, because of his temperament. You know, he was just, he was just always making mistakes. He lacked discipline. So that, that was why he, he could, you know, he, was, he saw another man's wife. He was carried away, could not re, uh, restrain himself. He asked for the woman, committed adultery, you know. Mistakes, you know, th that, that was his temperament. And he was trying to cover his mistakes. He arranged for the husband to be killed, or what he did. But when he, he, he repented and gave himself to God, we saw our Peter, sorry, our, our King David became a graceful man. The Bible called him a man after his arts. 
He wrote beautiful psalms glorifying God, praising God. That is what the Spirit of God can do for us when we give ourselves to him. He can transform us to be the best we can ever be. God wants us to be the best we can ever be. He wants us to be triumphant. If we only surrender our lives to him, it will take us and make us the best we can be. Praise God. We can also look at Apostle Paul, like I mentioned earlier, this uh, ardent persecutor. He hated the Christians and was ready to get them off the way. <laughs> A choleric, very active, strong-willed. But when the Spirit of God came into the scene, when after the, the, his conversion, he was baptized with the Spirit of God, we saw the transformation. That strength, you know, that is temperament that was making him to, 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 to move around, to, to kill and do a sort of um, persecution was transformed into something productive. It became a, 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 one of the greatest missionaries traveling around the world, wrote about certain episodes of the Bible, doing great works for God. That is what can happen to anyone that completely surrendered to God and say, God, take my life, use it for your glory, modify my temperament, let the weaknesses weaknesses be be, 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 and be subdued let the strength be be honest when we when we come to that point in our lives and we when we surrender all to god we'll be amazed at the things god will do through our lives we'll be amazed at the things god will do through our lives we have a practical example pastor here at deboy it was this type of person it doesn't like more like a phlegmatic. Um, he just wanted to be a professor, you know, in that in that um nothing that would stress him so much, taking him around, you know, you know, you know, it was like he, he knew what he was, I think he must have thought of what comes with being a pastor, traveling, trying to help people, you know, it could be tasking. Oh, thank God for our pastors. God will continue to strengthen them. It's not an easy, easy, easy assignment. But when he received God, he got baptized with the Spirit of God, he got empowered. We can see what is God is using him to do in this generation. How the little um, um, church handed over to him by Parki Dayomi. The, the, the parishes were just few. Not so before the papa died, it was just very, very few. I'm not sure it was up to 40. But we, we have RCG in so many countries of the world, thousands. It has increased by the grace of God because of a man that yielded to God. So when we yield ourselves to God, God can use us to do great and mighty things. God can use us to do great and mighty things. Another example I'm going to mention of, of someone in the Bible whose um, temperament was modified by the Spirit of God was Abraham. We saw one fearful man. When God told him, leave your father's as he was fearful, what am I going? How am I going to cope? But he reluctantly obeyed, he went. We saw him on, a, on, a, on, a, on the journey to the place God was going to give him to, to settle. I had to... Um, when I say deny the wife, he called the wife the sister because he was scared, he was fearful. But when he gave himself to God, we saw he became a man of faith to the, to the point that he was ready to sacrifice his only son. And God said, ah, Abraham, for you to do this, I'm going to make you a father of many nations, true with all the seeds of the earth be blessed. And if you look at the book of Hebrews, he's one of the father of, fathers of faith we read about. How God transformed a fearful man to a man of great faith. So when we yield ourselves to the Spirit of God, it can transform our temperament, our character, 
to show forth his glory. Oh, that hostile father can be a loving father. That nagging wife can be a wife whose words are always seasoned with, with grace. A wife who, who is considerate, who is not pushy. Ah, I want this. You don't want, want to listen. The man is trying to explain this, this expression of this. No, no. You want something. No, you, you you're not listening. But when you subject, when you yield to the spirit of God, it can make you a graceful and understanding, a patient wife. Praise God. So I'll, I'll be running off in a short while before I take the questions, if you have any. Okay, like I said, it is God's will for us to be the best in all we do, for us to be triumphant. Tell John 3, 2 says, God wishes us above all things that we prosper and be in F, even as our soul prospers. So God wants us to live a triumphant life. The ninth foot of the spirit, as described in Galatians chapter 5, Verses 22 to 23, we shall love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control can be the strength that will overshadow our weakness. If we allow the Spirit of God, we'll start manifesting all these fruits and our weaknesses will be done away with by the help of the Spirit of God. When we, when we allow is is the work of his, the ministry of the Holy Spirit to, to, to be effective in our lives. If we, if we yield ourselves to the Spirit of God, we'll start manifesting the fruits. We show forth love. We, 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 we live our love. We are joyful. We are peaceful. We, 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 are, we, we bear long. We, we are kind. We are good. We are faithful. We are gentle. We, 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 have, we are disciplined, self-control. With the help of the Spirit of God, you can be the best God wants you to be. You can live out the life of God and people will see you and say, this is a child of God with the help of the spirit of God. Like I said, God can turn the weakest of person to be the strongest. If only you will yield to him. Whatever our backgrounds, our temperament combination or habit pattern, Jesus by the Holy Spirit can give us victory over sin. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 says, let me quickly read it from here. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Okay, it says, Wherefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us or beset us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. We can only do this by the help of the Holy Spirit. Verse 2 was saying, look, unto Jesus, so it's through Jesus, through the help of the Spirit of God, that we can do away with those besetting sins. It's by the help of the Spirit of God that we can have victory over those sins that ensnares um, us, over those weaknesses, over those emo emotional lapses. It's by the Spirit of God we can live above them and we can be better individuals. When we cooperate with the Spirit of God, it will enable us to overcome our weaknesses. There's need for cooperation. The Spirit of God will not force himself on anybody. That is why I said earlier that you have to come to a point where you, have, where you say to yourself, I'm tired of, of trying to change by my, on my own. Okay, I, I told myself that I'm not going to fight again. I'm not going to be a brutal again, but I'm still doing it. 
you just keep rising and falling until you yield yourself to the spirit of God, you cooperate with him. That is when the changes you desire can start to manifest. So we have to yield to the spirit of God by strength can no man prevail. We have to cooperate with the spirit of God to enable us overcome our weaknesses. God really wants to help us. God wants to help us. The Bible said, says in the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 25, that is strength, okay, is strength, uh, no, sorry, that's Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 12. It says, his grace is sufficient for us. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. Yes, yes, God's grace is sufficient for us. If we, just, we can just come to him, we can just yield to him, his grace is sufficient for us. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. By the strength of God, your weakness can be subdued. Your weakness can be subdued. The weakness of your temperament can be subdued. And the strength of your temperament can be a nest. That's what people will see. It makes you productive, impactful. Praise God. So we have to yield ourselves to the spirit of God. Romans chapter 6 verse 4 says, there we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of God, even so we should also walk in the newness of life. As whenever, when we became born again, for those of us that are born again, for those of us that need to consider that decision of giving our lives to Christ. When you give your life to Jesus, there's a new beginning. There's a new beginning. Yes, those temperaments that are inherent, that, that were passed on by our parents, can be modified. And we begin to walk in the newness of life, begin to walk in accordance to the word of God. By the spirit of God, we see, we see ourselves living triumphantly, overcoming the power of sin and death. So we have to yield ourselves to God. Romans 8 verse 1 says, There's therefore no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So we need the spirit of God. We need the spirit of God. In, 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 a, in, a, in a summary so far, what we've been saying, we need the spirit of God to help us live a triumphant life. We have to walk in the spirit. How do we walk in the spirit? We pray in tongues. We study the word. We, we pray. We, 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 we maintain a cordial relationship with God. Every day we fellowship with him. And in the place of fellowship, we draw strength. We obtain grace for grace. In the place of fellowship, our weaknesses, they just keep fading off and our strength starts to manifest in the place of fellowship. God strengthens us. Praise God. And Galatians chapter 5 verse 25 was saying, if we live in the spirit, let us also, let also walk in the spirit. Yes, if we, if we have the spirit of God, we should yield ourselves to his, our lives to his leading. We should let the spirit of God take full control. Most Christians tend to, they have the spirit of God, let me use the word, but they don't walk in the spirit. They, they, they've not, they, they, they still want to do things on their own. They feel, oh, I'm, I'm wearing red, I'm, I'm exposed. Yes, I know how to do things better. And when the spirit of God, of God is saying, do it this way, it looks, it, it looks outdated to them. They want to do it their own way. That is why they keep rising and falling because they have not yielded completely to the spirit of God. If only we can yield to the spirit of God, we will live triumphantly.
above every besetting sin, above every weaknesses, if we can only subject to the Spirit of God, will actually live triumphantly. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 says, As ye have therefore received Christ the Lord, so walk ye in him. If I have received Jesus, we have to walk in him. We have to live according to his word. We have to abide in him. The Bible says if we abide in him and he abides in us, we, we, we know we, we, whatever we ask, it gives to us. It gives us the power, the strength. To, for, to, it, gives, it gives us his power, his spirit for us to live triumphantly. I pray God will help us. God will help us. I pray he will enlighten the eyes of understanding tonight. And even after this teaching, we'll, we'll go back in the, in a, in, in the place of, of prayer. We're going, to, we're going to talk to God to help us. That God, I'm sorry if I've been trying to do it on my own. If I've been unyielding, God, I'm sorry. I'm surrendering myself to you. I'm, I'm, I'm committing my life to you to help me, to help me, to lead me. Because in the leading of God, in the leading of the Spirit, there's peace. In the leading of the Holy Spirit, there's perfection. In the leading of the Holy Spirit, there's victory over the power of sin. Just allow the Spirit of God lead. Just, just, just lead yourself to him. You will see yourself living triumphantly. You will see yourself having virtual over those besetting sin. You see yourself subduing your weaknesses and living at your strength by the help of the Spirit of God. And I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise Master Jesus. So, Brother AY, over to you now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. God bless you, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you for taking us through the place of... Uh, the essence of spirit, soul, and body, the place of the body in our Christian life, and transforming our bodily uh, experience to the dictate of the spirit. May the Lord bless in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't know if there's anyone that needs uh, ask questions, that needs something to be for clarifications from anybody, anyone. And as it is, this also the same thing also applies to those of us on Facebook that are watching us on Facebook. Do you have any question? Please just drop it down. Drop it in the chat box. Questions? We have questions. Is anybody raising their hand? All right. Just one minute, Ma, to be sure that those of people that are watching us on Facebook also do not have any question. The absence of no, we want to appreciate you. Thank you very much. And we trust God that the Lord will use it for us again and again in the name of Jesus. Maybe you want to say a word of prayer to us, our sister. Okay, sir. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, everyone that connected with us today. I pray God will bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, so let's pray. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Almighty God, we want to thank you for all you've done for us so far. We want to thank you for this platform where you've gathered us to, to teach us, to make, to make us better individuals. Lord, we pray by the help of the Spirit of God, you will transform us Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. By the help of the Spirit of God, our weaknesses will be subdued. 
and our Amen. strength be nest and will become productive for you in the name of Jesus. By Amen. the effort of the Spirit of God will do exploits for you in the name of Jesus. By the Amen. effort of the Spirit of God will be examples of believer in word, in deed, in conduct, and, and people will see us and see your glory in the name of Jesus. We Amen. pray you help us, help us every day to, to get closer to you, Help us every day to know you better, to serve you better, and to love you better. And we pray, Amen. God, you, you will use us the glory of your name. And in, at the Amen. end of it, when you will come, you will find faith in us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because it is Amen. where with us now and forevermore. In Jesus' Amen. mighty name. Amen. 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 For the sake of those that are watching us from across the globe, we are the porter. The ministry is porter. You can you have more of our information about us at www.theporterng.org. www.theporter, T-H-E-P-O-T-E-R-N-G.org. That's our website. And at the same time, if you have been blessed and you have testimony to share with us, you can also email us at the word feast, word feast, the word and feast, W-O-R-D-F-E-A-S-T, at theporterng.org. You can also connect to us on the portal on Facebook and also connect to our website. We hope to hear from you and we trust the Lord that the Lord will indeed establish his miracle in your life in the name of Jesus. Brethren, you agree with me that it has been an awesome moment in the presence of God. God, as he did bless us on Wednesday, he started with us with our home. On Thursday, he opened our eyes to the place of the Spirit, the essence of the Trinity and the function of the Holy Ghost. We went ahead today to let us understand that, yes, you have the Spirit of God, but your actions in your body must be subjected to the leading of the Spirit. I'm willing to help you if you are interested. That's what we are. That's the keyword for me today. The keyword for me, I don't know the keyword for you, but we so much want to hear about it on our WhatsApp platform. What's the keyword that you had on Wednesday? What was your own keyword for Thursday? What was your own keyword for Wednesday? For me today, it is, I'm willing to help you. If you are interested in me helping you, we we'll meet again on Wednesday where we go ahead with our teaching on the home. The same time, 7 p.m. on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Nigerian time. We trust God that this week, indeed, the Holy Spirit will remain Mr. Everything that you heard, and you'll be blessed in the name of Jesus. Have a good night, trust everyone, and God bless us all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Nine. Okay, nine.